My family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training, and Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out. Tragic news last Sunday on January 26th that Kobe Bryant, along with his 13-year-old daughter Gianna, John, Carrie, and Alyssa Altobelli, Christina Mauser, Sarah, and Peyton Chester, as well as Ara Zobayan, the pilot, unfortunately died on a helicopter crash in California. Guys, I don't know about you guys, but when I found out about this news, definitely something that took me back, you know? Yeah. And before we get into anything, obviously a sad moment in sports history, a sad moment in American history, a sad moment for the world. There's so many Kobe fans, you know, you two are probably one of the biggest Kobe acknowledgers I've ever met. So He, he was, uh, this was like one of the most shocking de deaths, I think. I've ever like experienced, you know? Yeah. As far as like the shock factor and the hurt it put on everybody, it, it's I never I thought it was like a hoax at first. Yeah, so like when I saw the TMZ, I'm like this yeah. can't be true. And then, you know, half hour later, more people reporting it. And then, you know, you got news that his daughter was on the flight too. And, you know, shout out to a bunch of other you know, Italians that were on it too. But, yeah. You know, just humans, you know. That's precious. Yeah, tragic, truly tragic. Takes you back, you know. You, Kobe was definitely an honorary Italian, and we'll get more into that. Definitely. And what he did for the Italian community. Nothing but love for it, man. Definitely, nothing yep. but love. You know, like Sabino said, three fellow Italians on there as well. Um, traveling to just a basketball game, man. Life comes at you, you know. And it's so short, and Kobe was one of the biggest preachers of that. It's it's crazy because I feel like as a basketball player, especially in our time, me and Rocco's and Sabino's, I but definitely yours as well. I feel like he was the Michael Jordan of our time. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a huge debate always of LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, and I think after this, as crazy as it sounds, I hate LeBron, but yo, there, there's no reason to hate at this point. Like after this, like you got to look at life differently. I saw a post that said. You know, stop the hate and just appreciate. Mm -hmm. And, it's fact. you know, just to see him as a player. But as a person, he was amazing. Uh, you know, funny story how I got connected to Kobe. So it's going to sound uh, corny, but shout out to my boy Robert Monopert. He moved to L.A. when I was in second grade. We were best friends. So I wanted to learn more about Los Angeles. I had no clue. I was a kid. So I, I found out about the Los Angeles Lakers. Actually, I first loved Shaq. And then, you know, I became an avid fan of Kobe. And uh, it's crazy how just, you know, I watched his whole career and it's just insane how he's gone now, you know. Just it's, it still doesn't feel real. So Kobe was definitely one of the guys, you know, we're all within the same age range here. And I feel like 
I grew up watching Kobe my whole life. And this celebrity death was probably, you know, it's obviously rest in peace to all the, the celebrities who, you know, passed away. But this one, I feel like, was the one in my life where I definitely felt it. Yeah. You know, that's obviously fine. the tragedy aspect definitely had a, a part in that. But mm -hmm. it, it took me a while to just realize that, you know, this was real. The What Kobe means to L.A. is like what Derek Jeter means to New York. Yeah. yeah. 20 years, one team, five rings. You know, Olympic gold medals, you know, all, all the philanthropy work you could like talk like he's gave back so much to the community, there, you know, and, um, you know, he wasn't perfect. You know, he had things that went on in his life. But, uh, you know, overall, he was a great, great father. And, um, you know, me being a father, I just can't imagine how he felt in those last moments when. Horrible. You know, he, he's like with his daughter and he knows that they're going to die, you know. So, yeah. you know, I really feel for him for that because, you know, that that literally, like, just thinking about that made me so sad. So, you know. Chills, chills. He, they said, not to go into too much detail, but they said that she was in his arms. Yeah, I heard that. You know, that's crazy. And, you know, like, I kind of, I felt like foreshadowing of this because pre to this, like, happening Kobe was actually in Brooklyn at a Nets game with his daughter like courtside oh, right, yeah, right, and right, I saw right, all yeah. these videos right, of it and it was the right. same daughter right. so I'm like oh wow his his daughter could ball like I saw videos and shit yeah. like yo she has his exact fadeaway and when I saw that video I was like yo that's crazy yeah she like she good. literally she has Kobe's fadeaway product of Kobe you know and so sad yeah it's crazy too that when when I first heard the news, I was actually with my fiance, and you know I'm looking through my phone. I'm seeing everyone say about Kobe. And I remember the night before, LeBron surpassed him in points. Right. So that's the like, first. That's the first thing I said. Yeah. So I said, "Wow, they're still talking about it." And then, I think it was one of my group chats that I'm in. You know, it said, "Rest in peace, Kobe." I was like, "Rest in peace, Kobe." And you know the way that news hit, and and same way you're saying, like, you know, eventually on that helicopter, you gotta know what's going down. And everyone, I mean, you know, rest in peace to everyone on that on that helicopter. But God knows, and I would never want to feel or or even think about what the you know that that last seconds of your life saying, "Oh my God, this is it." Like that's ah, Tough it, it's speechless. It really is. Uh, let's actually get into a little bit of Kobe's background, and you know how just he just. In the Italian community, his effect. So, following his great father, Joe Bryant, um, with his mother and two sisters, Kobe lived in four Italian cities uh, between the age of 6 and 13. He lived in Rieti, Reggio Calabria, Pistoia, and Reggio Emilia. Uh, he went to Italian schools and spoke the language very well, as we've seen in many videos as of late, especially. He speaks better Italian than me, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's in Italy where he learned and loved or began to love and find his passion in basketball. So I think Italy definitely <clears throat> changed his life. His dad played professionally, right? Yeah. He, uh, he he was always with his dad along the way. And during this video, I'm just going to show you guys some pictures and videos I have There's of that, Kobe. that one picture of um, like Kobe guarding a guy that's like 35 years old with like chest hair and arm hair, like shoulder hair. Yeah. And he has to be like 12 years old there. Yeah. 
And uh, I think that's what, like, helped set him up for his career, you know? Yeah. Seeing his dad playing professionally. You know, when when we were growing up, I loved playing with the older cousins because, you know, that's how you only got better. You got to play against the big guys. So I definitely can see why Kobe had that passion, that heart, you know, coming from a basketball family and playing against people that were double your size and double your age, you know. It just makes for a good, strong work ethic, which he obviously had. Yeah. He probably had the strongest work ethic we've ever seen, especially when it came to basketball. And um, just to touch up more on what Kobe thinks about Reggio Emilia especially, because uh, he stayed there the longest and just grew a passion for it. Uh, he said in an interview, why am I so attached to Reggio? Because I have so many special moments here. He said during a visit, as we were getting here for the first time, he said, would you have ever thought that one of the NBA's best players would have grown up here? There's nothing further from Los Angeles, literally. Reggio Emilia, uh, northern part of Italy, almost near Milan, like 140 kilometers out. Mm -hmm. That's like 70 miles. And he, he's just trying to say that every dream is achievable, you know, yeah. no matter where you are. Yeah. I feel like he's a, he exemplified that. Go, sure. go, going back to what you were saying about Brian and the love he has for his family, so I, I hope you can uh, put the picture up in the slideshow, but there's a photo of him crying in the Philadelphia uh, bathroom, the locker room, when he when he won his first uh, trophy. Yeah. Is there a backstory to that? So th the backstory is is that he married Vanessa, and the parents didn't approve because she was a uh, Latina. And when it was the championship, Philly, his hometown, his parents didn't come to the game. So he won a championship, and many people thought that he was, you know, he was crying tears of joy, but he was so heartbroken that his parents did not come to one game of that championship. And that just shows you that even though he had, he had everything right there, a 21-year-old kid just won an NBA title, he was heartbroken because his family wasn't there. And I think that's, if that doesn't say something about him as a family guy, then I don't know what. Yeah, he was. He was really a great father, though. Yeah, he really was. I, I've been seeing a lot of footage of him, like joking with his daughters, yeah. playing basketball, and you know now that um, everybody's hashtagging, you know, um, girl dad. Yeah. So like you know, girls really are <laughs> little baby girls are mad fun. Like I'm personally like my daughter's so much more animated than my son. So <laughs> you know. For everybody listening, if you have a daughter, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, he was a great father, you know, so yeah. role model in that sense, you know. Yeah, yeah he really only only good things to say about Kobe. And um, just well, I want to add on a little bit and talk about his passion for Serie A and specifically AC Milan, which I know Tony here is a fan yeah, of fan. as well. Um, so he actually said in a quote, and he was like, if you cut off my left arm, it'll bleed black and red. And if you cut off my right arm, it'll, uh, it'll bleed yellow and purple. Uh, for Lakers and obviously the other one for Milan. He grew up, like I said, in Reggio Emilia, not too far from Milan. He just grew a great passion for the team. Uh, he said his idols were Marco Van Basten, uh, Ricard, Gulit, Maldini, and Baresi. All, all, all legends. legends of that legends. time, you know. And they won it, a lot of a lot of a lot of trophies. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, his passion doesn't just stop for Italy. You know, he got he fell in love with soccer. And then with that, that's when a little uh, controversy with the whole racism issue in the sport 
came along and he still tried pushing it to this day, which, you know, I respect him very much. We still see it. Yeah. You know, we still see it. We saw it with Balo. Yeah. We saw it with Moise. With uh, Lukaku. 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 Yeah. It's just, there's no place for that in the sport, man. It's outrageous. And, and, and it gives a bad name to Italy. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's just it's just animosity, you know? It, it's sad seeing. It's all over the world, though, even in England, you know? But definitely an issue. So, yeah, he he developed a love for soccer there. Uh, witnessed racism firsthand before moving back to the U.S., where he spent his entire 20-year career with the Lakers, as we know. Uh, but one message he always wanted to tell you guys or tell the world was, was that it's always education, understanding that racism is a thing that's been part of our culture for a while, you know, They're, meaning his culture, you know. Right. And uh, even though now we've come such a long way, but there's still so much to be done, I think education is always the most important thing. That's what he keeps stressing. Um, and, yeah, like I said, a lot of moments, especially in, in Serie A, where it's just no need for that. And... I know this is definitely one of our of our more serious podcasts. It's it's sad. We felt we felt uh, me and Rocco were talking during the week, and I said we can't put out any other episode besides a tribute to Kobe Bryant. You know, in my opinion, he's Italian. He's a yeah, he's more yeah. Italian than a lot of people that say they're Italian. That, that's a fact. You know, he lived there years, and he embraced the culture. One of my early memories, like my first memory of Kobe being a time was seeing him in a Nutella commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what's this guy doing with Nutella? And then you see him speak Italian. I'm like, oh, wow. And then, you know, you look into it, you find out that he lived in Italy, you know, and I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Cause there's really, who, what American like athlete was that big in Italy? Like, I think in my whole childhood, there was nobody bigger yeah. than Kobe in Italy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Besides, like, Jordan, but, like, Jordan didn't speak Italian and stuff like that. No. So, you know, for us as Italians, you know, we got to take a page out of Kobe's book and, you know, appreciate what he did for us. Absolutely. I love that you said that. Um, You know what I feel beautiful about this whole thing? It's the fact that the whole world, I feel, came together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everywhere you looked, it was nothing but respect for Kobe and you know K- condolences. Kind of what Sabino was saying before. Like I don't remember a celebrity death. Being, the only one I really remember that was this close maybe was uh Michael Jackson. You know that was huge. I remember the whole world. Yeah. Kind and of, but everybody, a lot of people disliked him too. Right. Know? With, but Kobe, the whole world. Like I, you know, what's crazy is sometimes you know you see it for two, three days. You know, and and celebrities do die all the time, but. It's been a close to a week now, yeah. And there's been posts and and all these memorials. And I mean, what the Lakers did last night—that was, you know, shout out to the Lakers there. That was that was incredible. That, that that's was like amazing. one of the most was, like amazing like honor. Like I can't even the word I'm trying to use. It was like the way they set up that whole night was amazing. Like yeah. you know, pushing back the game. You know, really tr- like. Honoring this man, yeah, professionally so. done, and LeBron obviously always knows what to say. You know, he he made everything better. And, and again, as a guy who you know for a long time disliked him, I, 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 you know, it looks like he's really hurt. It looks like he really was that close to Kobe. I mean, I know he got a tattoo of Kobe, posted it yesterday. And, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And I mean, you know, I, I wish him all the luck this season. I, re- I really actually hope he brings a championship to the Lakers in, in honor of him. So 
It's crazy. You know, and I see it a lot now. And people did use this before, but it's, you know, we refer to Kobe as the Black Mamba, which is a snake. Yeah, but yeah, he was always the Black Mamba, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's what he's known as. Yeah, yeah, no, that's just what he's known as. But I'm saying, Just like, killer. Yeah. Killer, as right. far as on the basketball right. court, straight killer. killer. And now right. I, I've been seeing a lot of people, you know, say something and then they say hashtag Mamba mentality. So I feel like that's definitely a, a thing that people are just going to use from now on. And what I remember the most about Kobe growing up, not even about Kobe, it's just every time I had a paper ball or every time I'm in the park shooting, Kobe. you know, and if and if it's a tough shot, I'll just be like, Kobe. You know, you know why people do that? Well, how did that start? Dave Chappelle. Oh, really? I didn't know. And, he, and yeah. yo, he's just said a whole Dave Chappelle that. started that. I'm not going to get like into two specifics, but um, there's this skit he did where he's in bed with a woman. And he takes off his thing, and he goes, Kobe. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle really put that on the map. But, yeah, I did that a million times. Yeah. Kobe. <laughs> I feel like there's no other name you could use for that. No, there's really – he was – you, you know what I mean? It's just like it fits perfectly. But now know. if you're going to say it, make sure you make it in. Yeah, right? It's got to be an <laughs> yeah. automatic bucket. Yeah, you got to know you make it in now. Yeah, so like Sabino was saying, Kobe Bryant's career accolades and stats, he has the third most points of all time. Like Tony said – uh, LeBron passed him the night. He passed him in points the night before he passed away. And Kobe's hometown, by the way. Yeah. And Kobe's hometown. Which is crazy. But, but what, what's, the even, Sixers. what's even crazier is, and it gave me chills the next day I saw it, he was wearing sneakers that said Kobe Forever on it and also said Black Mamba 824. And the next day that happens, I was like, crazy it's almost like some illuminati i know crazy that's that's what i said in the group chat as soon as it happened i'm like you literally can't make this up i know like Like he passed him on his team lakers you know Mm -hmm. in his hometown philly you know crazy crazy you can't make it up up. so kobe was a five-time nba champion uh, 18-time NBA All-Star. Granted, he's, he played 20 years. 18 of those 20 that years, he was an All-Star. He probably didn't make him like the first two years. Uh, 11 time. I, I got to look into that one. But 11-time All-NBA first team. Uh, two-time NBA scoring champ. Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. Uh, almost 12,000 buckets made. Wow. And almost 49,000 minutes played. These are all top six and above of all time. On the all for one list. team. All for one team, which is a rarity nowadays, you know? It's yeah, I, I mean, yeah, now people are just... The NBA, like, I, you know, I'm a huge basketball fan. I coached the sport for a while. But, you know, to watch the NBA now, there's just... There's no more loyalty on teams. I no. mean... And, and, it's I, like soccer almost, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. super teams, you I know? I agree. But, you know, I'm kind of happy the super teams are ending... I'm happy there's a lot more competition. I mean, look at the East now. You know, you got the Bucks. You, you got, you know, the Nets now are going to, with, with Kyrie, they're going to go crazy. But Celtics always there. Yeah, Celtics, yeah. yeah the, the East is open. The West the West is stacked. The West is stacked. You got but a lot but of again, teams. it's looking, you know, the Lakers, they've, they've had a great season so far. Yeah, they look good. And Anthony Davis doesn't hurt yeah, either. Yeah, I mean, even what Anthony Davis was doing last night, he was – you know, he was uh, replicating a lot of Kobe's moves. LeBron was trying to do it, but LeBron's, a, you know, he's a bigger guy. He's got more weight on him. I don't think he was that agile to do it. But it, it was beautiful to see, like, how many people honored him yesterday. Yeah. You know, One quick thing I want to say about Kobe is, um, you know, his whole career, when I think about it, you know, me, like, I used to, like, say, 
I'm, I know I'm not the only one either, but I used to say, like, Kobe couldn't have won those rings without Shaq, the first three. Yeah. Then he turns around and wins another two of his own. Yeah. So that really showed, like, what kind of a ball player he was, you know? And he never left Los Angeles like a lot of players do not. Right. Like, you know, LeBron James is a perfect example. He changed teams, like, four times, you yeah. know? Kobe got traded to the Lakers, and he, he died a Laker. Literally died a Laker. Literally. So, you know, shout-outs to loyalty and... Yeah, man. Prestigious career. And I'll never forget his last game. Uh, but before points. that, yo, how many times did, we get, did he get injured and came back next year? Hungry. Well, he had a really yeah. bad ACL injury. ACLs yeah. tore him down at the that, end of That's career, what made him retire early, yeah. the ACL. Yeah. ACL. He would have still been bowling right now, honestly. But he would have been, like, been like Vince Carter, but he would have been bowling. <laughs> and his... Yeah, his, his car's got to go. His last game of his career against the Jazz, he dropped 60 points on I'll never forget that. Nothing game. was given either. No. And Gordon Hayward even said, listen, you know, it would be a shame and an embarrassment to Kobe if I just let him get those buckets. Because he was guarding him all night. Yeah. And Kobe dropped 60. That's the that's mama mentality right there, yeah. man. You know, I remember yeah. watching that game the day after SportsCenter was saying, well, you know, he got 60 points because he shot the ball over and over. But looking back at the team, who the hell is going to shoot the ball? Like, yeah, like, I think he took like 50 shots. Yeah. But, but you know what? I wouldn't trust anyone else with the ball. I really wouldn't. And, and, you know, that was, yeah, that game was he was crying at the end, looking at his family. All the L.A. celebrities were out there. I remember I saw a lot of Jack Nicholson, Chris Rock. And I, it's crazy. I feel like all these celebrities really just only have good things to say about him. And he was a great guy just the guy he was and you know without further ado thank you all for tuning in if you enjoyed this podcast please you know just like comment subscribe one last thing you know like if anything what kobe taught us is cherish these moments with your family because you never know when it's going to be your time and no matter how famous or how much money you have it could be anyone anytime so you know make sure you hug and tell your family you love them while they're still alive, because Absolutely. tomorrow's not promised, you know. That's true. Rest in peace, Kobe, a true legend. Cos'è che ti lega così tanto a Reggio? Sono cresciuto qua, andavo in giro in bicicletta qua, tutti i miei amici, tantissimi ricordi. Speciale. È differente, perché quando siamo arrivati in macchina con tutti i miei compagni di Nike, stavo dicendo, guarda, hai mai pensato essere più lontano da Los Angeles, un giocatore di pallacanestro, vuol dire che ogni sogno è possibile. Hai detto che vuoi dare una mano al basket italiano, sì. cosa vuoi fare, che idee hai? E spero di un giorno crescerlo con una scuola che insegna pallacanestro, però non solamente pallacanestro, non ci sono le cose che, che di sport che è anche importante, no? scrittura, marketing, business, tutte le cose così, allora puoi rimanere vicino alla tua passione, però puoi fare un altro modo di lavoro che magari ti interessa. E il sogno per me è avere una scuola in Italia che fa questo. Voglio sapere un po' di più quello che, che, come si dice, che necessita. E mi piacerebbe moltissimo aiutare, perché mi piace venire qua. Quando sono venuto qua ho fatto un passaggio a tutte le persone. Ah, ciao Kobe!
Bene, bene, bene. Mi lasciano in pace, deve ritornare. Eh? Ho la pace qua, ho la pace. Allora, sempre voglio ritornare.